Welcome to the You Are More podcast. I'm your host, Amy Wienens. Hey everyone, just wanted to hop on here. We're getting ready to release a great new podcast with my friend Rachel. And here's the reality of it. We got through editing it and noticed we were having some hiccups with, you know, some of the audio. So bear with us. It's worth listening to. You might just have to tune your ears a bit, but it's worth it. So thanks for listening to the podcast. I hope you enjoy it. Actually, I know you're going to love it. If you can get through it, you'll love it. Welcome to my podcast, You Are More. I'm your host, Amy. And I am so excited today to have my dear friend, Rachel Knight, um, she is part of, uh, just a worldwide ministry. She's a dear friend to me. Um, she's an amazing intercessor and she walks in everything that she talks about. She's like the real deal and she's really dear to me. So I'm honored to have her here. She, she wears many hats and many roles in many different platforms, but, uh, it's really a, a privilege for me to have her in our studio in Iowa I love Iowa. With her family. It's We're been, it's, it. it's really, really, really great. So welcome, Rachel. Thank you so much. Um, in her life at home, she's not only a mom and a wife, but she's also a pastor. So um, with, and she also is, works with Paula White Ministries and, and things like that. So she is just one of the brightest spots. If you get to know her, I mean, it's one of the people that you just go, I love her. So I promise you, you spend time listening to this today, you're going to fall in love with her. And you're going to have hope, more vision, more passion to walk things out in your life. Well, Amy, thank you. I, I have to say the same thing about you. Mm. Our friendship, you are a rare gem in the earth. And anybody that's linked up with you following your podcast, they know that. Mm -hmm. And so it's a great joy and privilege to be here. Thank you, Rachel. You. So we're going to talk today about vision. We're always talking about vision on this podcast. We're always talking about where are you going? What are you seeing? How are you seeing it? But today with Rachel, I just want to talk about the power of your vision again. Again, it's the summer months and it can get so easy to just get lost in the flow of just, you know, we're hanging at the pool or on vacation mode with the lazy days of summer. But I'm promising you that if you will continue to focus on your vision, even when you're the lazy days of summer, you can still be standing and contending for everything that you want in your life while still enjoying your life. Right, Rach? That's right. <laughs> I couldn't agree more with that. Contending is the perfect word for vision. Mm -hmm. because sometimes we can get excited about our future. We're like, we're going to make some changes. We're going to implement changes. We're going to have our way, our plan and call to action. But it's much easier said than done, especially when you hit some roadblocks. Mm -hmm. And you know about roadblocks in life, in organizations, in work, and in every aspect of life. Um, you have to be able to build this tenacity Mm -hmm. through God, mm -hmm. through a right community. That's why it's so important who you do life with. Mm -hmm. Like if I could sit here and tell anybody anything, it's who are you surrounding yourself with the most? Like look Critical. at the closest five people in your life. Mm -hmm. How do they live their mm -hmm. life? How do they lead their life? Mm -hmm. And what comes out of them? Mm -hmm. What fruit do you see that you would want in your own life? Mm -hmm. And that's why um, I'm so grateful to God to have world changer friends like you mm -hmm. because the things that you've walked through in life, when I'm in a different spot, it challenges me, it encourages me, and it helps me on the path to contending for vision. We have to contend for vision because if we don't have the vision, what does the Bible say? The people perish for the lack of vision. Mm -hmm. Habakkuk 2.3, we write the vision, we make it plain. Mm -hmm. And if we don't contend for that, there's that's just step one, that we're not going to be able to see the full manifestation of what God wants for us. Sometimes I think people get into this mode where they're going to, oh, I'm going to write it down and I'm going to look at it. 
but I'm not going to take any action because I'm just going to write it down, look at it. And I might start to take some action, but as soon as I bump into resistance, oh, must not be meant to be. Mm. Right? There's so That's many people so you can good. get so discouraged. You get going in it, oh, roadblock, roadblock, roadblock. I actually think it's the opposite of that. Yeah. When you start to hit roadblocks, it's because you're on the right path. That's right. That's a big indication that you are on the right path and that if you continue on this path, you're going to see great victory. Mm -hmm. But you have to be willing to stay on the path. And I think that is where we're losing so many people. We're mm -hmm. losing a younger generation. Mm -hmm. When I meet with people at our church and I have young people reach out to me on Instagram or I, I'm going to do a conference this coming week in Miami and people want me to help them, pray with them, sit down with them, talk about things that they're believing God for. I think that's the biggest thing that I see mm -hmm. is that when they hit these issues, well, maybe I didn't have a clear plan. Maybe mm -hmm. this wasn't God. Mm -hmm. Maybe I missed something. And I know for you and for me, mm -hmm. uh, to me in my life, anytime there was that resistance, it was like, okay, persistence breaks resistance. Mm -hmm. That's persistence good. Persistence breaks resist. resistance. And the only way we're going to see what we have in our spirit, mm -hmm. writing it down, making the goals, all of that in our life is being willing to stay the course. And mm -hmm. I know you can talk about staying in the course. Staying the course is not exciting. It's no. not the, it's, it's the one foot in front of the other. Yeah. It's the action steps. It's the, the mundane. It's the day to day. Yeah. It's the doing the laundry and doing the, the everyday things you think, what the heck? It's not the glamorous and the glory. Here's the reality. Every personal, every thing that you, every discipline, every focus, every thing that you do privately shows up publicly. It shows up. So whether you're pursuing your dreams and you're pursuing your vision and it just looks like you're being a great mom or a great dad or a great working for a great company, doing the best that you can do for the people you're working for, you can still be working on your vision yeah. of a different life Yeah. in the midst right. of that. And those, those private disciplines always show up publicly. That's so true. No. That and, and, and the lack thereof. <laughs> you know what I mean? It always shows up. And there's no way to hide it. It's just a law. But I do think that people get lost at be, be discouragement. Boy, if you look around, discouragement reigns supreme around yeah. uh, with people. I have many conversations as well as Rachel. Like we deal with a lot of life events. They deal with a lot of life events. Um, and discouragement is the such a, a thing. It's almost like it's a, a blanket that people yeah. wear around their shoulders every single day. It's a, it, you can tell by the way they walk, the way they talk, because language is always locating that. You can tell how they carry themselves. The discouragement is knocking them out. Rage, what do you think is the, the key to moving forward in the midst of discouragement? You've walked yeah, through some dark days. I have. I have. And I'm going to say that it is the little disciplines that are forged through dark days mm -hmm. and continuing on that path um, for change to happen. Mm -hmm. um, you really have to find... Uh, the ability within, and that's why I lean so strong like on community, on mm -hmm. local churches. Mm -hmm. I'm a pastor, but it's because God did that for me before I was ever a pastor, before I ever was in ministry. Mm -hmm. My dad died when I was 14 years old. Mm -hmm. I was thrown into a very unstable home life, um, very difficult challenges that I walked through as a young teenager. And it w I found myself, God, leading me to certain places, the local church, surrounding me with the right people of faith. 
-hmm. in the midst, even though my home life wasn't a safe place, it was very difficult and dark. Um, but it was these little things that I can point to and say, this is a key. This is a key. You have to have the right people around you. You have to be able to find this strength within. David in the Bible encouraged himself in God. Mm -hmm. What is your appetite? Like that's mm -hmm. a big question when it comes to discouragement. What do you allow in your ears, mm -hmm. in your spirit, mm -hmm. it, through your eyes? What are you meditating on mm -hmm. all the time? Is it constantly your pop songs that are, you know, what, I mean, I like pop and I like all that. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, what is it that you're focusing on? And is it going to feed your faith or is it going to build your doubt? Mm -hmm. Because anything that's going to, that's going to feed your faith, that's what you want to put all the energy to. And you want to starve anything mm -hmm. that would build your doubt. Mm -hmm. And so for me, when you're in dark times, when you're in difficulties, you have to keep your mind right. Mm -hmm. And that is There's the battle. You have to keep your mind right. That, mm -hmm. that is the battle. And, and it has to do with appetite. Easier said than done. That's why those disciplines are disciplines before they ever are a delight. Mm -hmm. Because if you want to develop disciplines, whether it's working out every day, whether mm -hmm. it's eating correctly, whether it's reading the word every day, mm -hmm. developing a life of prayer, getting around people at a local church that can help build your faith, getting around people that are going to speak life to you when you mm -hmm. can't speak life at all. Mm -hmm. Th those are the keys that help fortify your faith and give you a tenacity to have strength to push on. Mm -hmm. Because I can stand here and say, well, this, this, and this, but it's only really by God's grace that I even stand. It's by but, the grace but, of God that we all stand. But exactly. And you know that. Mm -hmm. But those, those significant keys changed the landscaping of my life and changed the course of my life forever. And it was contrary to what people thought I should do in my life as a young teenager. I went a certain path because God spoke to me and he placed certain people in my life and it helped push past grief, push past depression. When my dad died, my mom quickly remarried. It was a horrible abusive situation in the home. Mm -hmm. I ended up leaving my home. I was mm -hmm. displaced. Um, on and on it goes. Mm -hmm. But it was the continual pressing in to God and his plan for my life. And again, I can't stress the right local church, mm -hmm. the right people around you. The right people is critical. And and the right the, voices. The, and the right appetite. I, I cut mm -hmm. out a lot of things in my life that were feeding the wrong appetites. Mm -hmm. I starved certain things mm -hmm. that this world says to value. Mm -hmm. And I realized, hmm, this isn't this isn't gonna help me in, in days of grief, in days of absolute despair. I gotta cut that out. I gotta shut that away because mm -hmm. that will become a roadblock and that's only gonna be built out. And in this society, that was before Instagram. Actually, that those days when I, it was even before MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> That's saying something. <laughs> I'm still very young. She's so young. <laughs> but, but I do remember getting my MySpace and that was after I'd walked through some stuff and continued to. And now I see why, when I counsel young people and sit, not with, with anybody, right. anybody, I don't care how old they are. They could be 68 years old. And if you're constantly comparing yourself and mm -hmm. looking at other things instead of focusing on what God is doing with you in this moment mm -hmm. and building your own faith, it's only going to lead you to a place of constant discouragement. Mm -hmm. It's true. Comparison is the ultimate. You're always going to fall on the other side of it. It's always going to be negative. Yeah. You're always going to fall on the side of less than. Yep. Right? Um, talking about vision, I think that most people honestly have something on the inside of them that they've seen since they were a child. Yeah. I feel like that whatever you're called to on this earth, I feel like that's always been vaguely present 
and you've leaned to, you've leaned, you've lent towards it, you've pronated towards it um, your entire life. And maybe you're saying, you know what, I have seen something for my life. What I'm currently walking in today doesn't fit that vision. How do I walk into that? I have seen something different. My current situation doesn't look like what I see in my spirit person, right? Yeah. And I've walked through seasons like that. I've had a God connection since I was probably five or six years old. Like I remember that distinctly. And what I've seen for my life, I still haven't seen manifest yet. Yep. Right? Right. And that, that vision has shifted and it's changed a bit. It's grown. It's more real to me today than it's ever been. And I'm, it's my determined purpose, right? Right. Is to fulfill it all and, and leave no stone unturned. Yep. Right. But in that, like, to physically manifest that there's steps along the way where there was decisions made. Decisions have to be made. That's so important. In agreement with where you're going. And most of the time you're going to go it alone. And I think that that's really important for people to understand to walk into everything. You're going to walk into this earth that you're called to walk into. Oftentimes you're walking into a lonely season. And it's the last thing that we want. I mean, I am the most, I love people. I like to talk to people. I like to be around people. My family knows don't stick me alone in the house for a weekend. And yeah. that's, that, I'm, I'm going to be calling everybody, yeah. right? Like I need communication. I need people. But I've walked through some lonely seasons in my life yeah. because of choices that I've made for my vision to come forth. That's it. Yeah. Right? That's it. I mean, here's the reality of it. God has always done something. I've always been really unique to situations. I'm, I don't fit a mold, nor do you guys. If you're watching right. this podcast, listening to this podcast, you don't fit a mold either. That's right. Right? You're uniquely gifted and talented on this earth, and you kind of know that. Yep. Right? So, I mean, when I'm in seventh grade, I sneak over to a friend's house, and we are having a party, and, and we open up a Bartle and James wine cooler. So if you know what, I mean, you're, we're going back a ways, Right. I think I remember wine coolers. Yeah, okay, so wine coolers, Bartle and James. I take one drink of the of the wine cooler, right? In seventh grade. That was a big thing in seventh in grade. In seventh grade, I'm like, dang, I'm drinking a wine cooler. I've never dr- tasted alcohol from that day forward. That's I'm 51 awesome. years old. Because guess what happened? I had That's a awesome. divine encounter. I literally I knew with everything in me, I, I walked out of the house immediately. I repented because it's not right for me. Right. Like I knew it wasn't right for me. For who knows what reason, I knew I was never supposed to, to touch alcohol again. Yeah. And that experience in that um, that encounter was so real that it's transcended lots of pressure yeah. to drink. It's transcended lots of pressure. But I know it doesn't line up with, for me to do that. Doesn't line up with where I'm going. Right. It's right. I mean, it's not a big deal for other people. It's no big deal. I'm not saying it's right, wrong, whatever. For me personally, it wasn't God's best for me. Right. Right. And here's the thing too. I mean, I'm 100%, 120% in anything I do. So it could be really scary for me if I was 120% in, you know, like in the party scene. It could be scary. Right. My life could have been derailed easily. Yeah. Like we have a lot of addiction in our family. I have a healthy yep. respect for it, right? Right. But I'm like, God kept me at age Thank 70 at, or in seventh grade, he had his hand on me. Like I was never supposed to do that. Right. So I've made decisions in agreement with that. Yep. Right. And, and kept, and, and, and kept it going. it's not the popular one. No. It's, and oftentimes, for you to, to fulfill the vision on the inside of you, it's not the popular path. 
and it is the narrow path and it is the lonely path and you're going to have to be okay with that. Mm -hmm. That's why I brought up David. You're going to have to find it within yourself to go, if God, if I'm all alone out here in this wilderness, I know I heard from you about A, B, and C and that Mm -hmm. you're going to come through. Mm -hmm. And you're, you're just, you're going to have to endure some things. Let's Mm -hmm. talk about perseverance Mm -hmm. because who wants to do that anymore? Right? Oh, I know. It's so exhausting <laughs> to persevere sometimes, right? It, it causes fatigue, but it's the only path to what you want. Yeah. Here's the thing I've been looking at. I've been thinking about this so much. And, I'm, and like, let's call it success, which we'll call like actually reaching your, your promised land. Success with actually seeing your vision come to pass. Success and failure are literally right underneath one another. Yeah, and you don't even so know where Amy. one stops and the other starts. Because they're so entwined together, that's right? So good. I mean, yep. they almost are. There's no. I mean, it was the one more step, the one more phone call, the one yep. more conversation, yep. the one more prayer, the one more, the one more giving, the one more, like the one, one, like you just don't know where the teeter totter right. breaks and where it shifts. And I've had seasons. I know you have too, Rachel, where it literally looks like you're walking through the desert. Yep. It's bare. Mm-hmm. And in those times, it's your greatest testing. How much are you going to believe that you're actually on the right path? And it feels so barren. These are, these are kind of like symptoms and they're kind of like road roadmaps for you. If you're walking through the desert right now and you feel like it's so bare, it's so dry, it's so lonely, you don't see any um, hope for what you want to see in your life. Maybe it's a different, maybe you want a relationship shifted and it seems like impossible. Maybe your career needs to shift. Maybe your health needs to shift. And all you've gotten is bad news, bad news, bad news. Take heart. If you're walking through that desert season, if you keep walking, if you keep walking, you keep walking, if you keep your heart right, that's also another key. You know, he that will see good or long life and see many good days has to keep his tongue from evil and his mouth from speaking deceit. Those kinds of things are keys. But the perseverance, the one foot in front of the other, I tell my real estate team all the time, I've been in this for 30 years. Guess what most of it's been? One foot in front of the other, one foot in front of the other. And then you have those golden moments of, oh, we're going to make this decision. And something shifts and it looks like a big shift, but it's actually been a five-year process, a two-year process, a 10-year process. That's right. Yeah, it's definitely the process to purpose. Mm -hmm. And Romans 8, 38, it's one of my favorite uh, chapters, Romans 8, in the whole Bible. But I love what it says, 8, 38, 39. It says that that God is working things mm-hmm. for your good. Mm-hmm. And even when you can't see the good, mm-hmm. he is working for your good. But you have to be willing mm-hmm. to keep going. Mm-hmm. And today I am meditating on this verse. Um, and I want to share it with everybody. Um, it is in Proverbs 4. And I'm going to read it the correct way. As thou goest step by step, I will open up the way before thee. Proverbs 4, 12. I I love it. Yeah. Yep. As thou goest. As thou goest. It's not as thou sittest. Yeah, no. (laughs) As thou stays put. No. As thou doesn't take a risk. Yeah. As thou goest. As thou goest. That is action. That's exactly right. It's action. Sometimes maybe the action is just having the right words. Sometimes the action is actually, um, maybe you have to take an action step of you have to humble yourself in a relationship and ask for forgiveness. 
sometimes the action step is you have to sow a different seed into a different season, into a different realm. There's action. As thou goest, there's action. That is so good. And then I'll show you step by step and I'll open up the way before you. It's never in your down sitting. It's never in that. It's in your action. Yeah. And, and you can't do the same thing and expect different results. You Mm -hmm. have to do something different. There is a demand. I truly believe for those who are willing to rise to the next level to obtain their vision, there is, there's a demand for you to do something that you've never done to get what you've never had. Mm -hmm. And only if you're willing to do that, get out of your comfort zone, get out of, well, my dad did, did this, my grandma did this, my mom did this and no, let's break out of the box. Mm-hmm. Let's be willing to get uncomfortable mm-hmm. and persevere mm-hmm. at, because anybody that's done anything great mm-hmm. on this earth mm-hmm. was way uncomfortable mm-hmm. and had to endure some difficult seasons to get anything of value. Any, any, I've been married 11 years, Amy. I've been yeah. married 11 years. I have an incredible husband. I love my husband. We met when we were young, relatively mm-hmm. young, 23. Mm-hmm. And to have an 11-year relationship and good standing it takes every ounce of effort mm-hmm. to fight for it, to go through the turns and the curves of life, mm-hmm. to go through small children. I've got two children mm-hmm. to go through the changes of life that come when you have a newborn. Then you go from newborn to infant to toddler stage and the changes yeah. just keep coming yeah. because keep coming. change is inevitable, mm-hmm. but growth and change is an option. Mm-hmm. And how are we going to handle the circumstances that are constantly changing? Mm-hmm. We're going to choose growth. We're going to choose the path that is really least followed. Uh-huh. And, and I, I can say that because in my own life, I've walked it. Mm-hmm. I've had people say, well, you shouldn't be doing this or this, or what are you doing? You're crazy uh, following this path for your life. Well, no, you know, I have a vision. I have had um, God speak to me clearly about certain things and I stayed the course. And over time, mm-hmm. oh, see, time will tell over time the fruit is what gives God the glory, mm-hmm. gives God the glory in our life. And so um, it, it really is a choice. It's a daily choice mm-hmm. to continue to mm-hmm. keep going. I, I always look at this um, when I'm making any decision, okay? I'm always like, can I live with worst case scenario? Yeah. And if I can live with worst case scenario, then I move forward in something. But put this into perspective. You're, you're at the end of your life. And your days are, you know, numbered and they're final and, and your, your life is coming to a quick close and the, it's, it's kind of been a sealed deal, right? And you're that. Are you sitting there saying, man, I laid it all on the line. I gave everything I absolutely had. I did everything in my power to, to complete what I was called on this earth to complete. Or do you sit there with regret and say, man, I wish I would have wrote the book. I just wow. didn't have the confidence. So I wish I would have preached the sermon. I didn't have the confidence and I, I cared too much what people thought. I wish I would have. I wish I would have started the business. I wrote like seven business plans, but I actually never went to the bank to see if I could get a loan. I wish I would have. I wish I would have. I wish I would have tried to reach out to those people. I wish I would have developed that relationship more. I wish I would have gone to my parents and asked for forgiveness. I wish I would have cleared a relationship. Guys, there's so many things. And I always think about that. And it doesn't, it's not a morbid thing, but at the end of my life, I don't want to be wrought with regret. I want it to be wrought with the fact that I've done everything in my life to fulfill the call of God on my life, everything to impact humanity in the way that I can impact it for my children, for my husband, for my community, and for the nations and for the world that I would literally create an impact. 
that is what I, that's, that's what keeps me going. It's what drives me every day is that at the end of the day, I don't want to look back with regret. Man, that is so powerful. That is so powerful. I think we should pray on that. Real, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I don't want to look back with regret. Because that, that sums it up. I mean, we, we get a moment. And mm-hmm. it really is a moment. Mm-hmm. And one of my prayers every day, Amy, and for anybody watching, one of my prayers every single day that I pray to God is let my life count for eternity. Yeah, yeah. This stuff is so temporal. Mm-hmm. One day you're doing this. The next day you're having a baby. Then your baby's graduating college. I mean, it, everything is it moves so, so fast. fast. Yep, It moves so fast. But when you realize that you have this one opportunity from God, and we all are given the same amount of time mm-hmm. to do something with our life. And when we have the right perspectives mm-hmm. and we value the right things, mm-hmm. then then I truly believe that we will live a life free of regrets. Mm-hmm. But it, it also kind of boils down to uh, a value system, a belief system. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I think that if you're struggling in that area, that there's freedom. When you get in the right church, when you get around the right people, that can help you uh, decipher through something. Sometimes we get into circumstances and we can't see the forest through the trees and we need help Mm -hmm. to reset things in our life. And if you're there, that's a good place to be Mm -hmm. because you can only, you can only get through that and learn through that. So you don't suffer with great regret because that's not God's best for your life. Mm -mm. And that's not what he wants for us. Mm -mm. I, I think too, you have to move through it that everyone feels the same way. At a certain point when they're stepping out, you feel like you're an imposter, like that imposter, like you feel like you're not equipped. You're not the real deal. You're not this. You're not that. Right. Yeah. You have to move through that. Everyone has to move through that, that you're not qualified to do this. You're not, you don't know enough. You're not experienced enough. You're not, you've not, everything is always, you're not right. You're you're not this. You're not that. You're not this, but you have to move through those feelings because everyone feels the same way. And every new challenge, nobody feels necessarily equipped to go through it. You're equipped by action. Yeah. You're equipped by you're equipped by movement. Yeah, the the miracles in the movement. Right, a hundred percent. That movement creates momentum, mm-hmm. and that momentum is what is the promise that will come to pass in your life. Mm-hmm. So, what I'm my takeaway right now, and all of this incredible keys and wisdom from your own life, Amy, is that. We can't be stagnant. Mm-hmm. We got to have tenacity to push forward. Uh-huh. We can't have unrealistic expectations because mm-hmm. that's damaging. Mm-hmm. We got to realize if we're going to get to C, we've got to go through A and B. Mm-hmm. And we've got to be willing. We got to have some patience and some perseverance. And we got to be willing to go through the process. Mm-hmm. That is good, good, good. Wow. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast today. During these summer months, I'm going to release probably two or three more. I hope you're enjoying them. I hope they're keeping you on pace. I hope that they're encouraging your spirit and uh, causing you to even redirect and maybe even dust off your dreams, dust off those visions that you've had for your life, that you'd be encouraged to um, just to wait because here's the reality. If you listen to this podcast, that means you've got breath in your body and you're still here. That means you have a purpose. So dust off your dreams, write the vision, review the vision, look at the vision, and start to move. As always, you are created on this earth because you are more. You're more. You are more. When you get up, look in the mirror, think to yourself, I am more. I am more. There's more for me. I am more. <laughs>